Was the Apostle Paul the greatest New Testament leader? Why does the Bible focus so much on Paul and not other leaders? Welcome to Experience Ministries Discipleship Podcast. I'm Dave Smuin, and I'm excited to share biblical principles to help us live our faith and glorify the Lord Jesus. This is episode 57. After we answer these questions, I'm going to share three important lessons we can learn and apply to our lives about leaders and those behind the scene. Many people consider Paul to be the greatest apostle, but I'm not so convinced. I think it's a big mistake to elevate the Apostle Paul and say that he is the greatest apostle or the greatest New Testament leader. Was Paul important? Yes, absolutely. He was the apostle to the Gentiles, and he did much to build the church and to further the gospel. In fact, he is credited for 13 to 14 books or letters in the New Testament. However, we have to recognize that the true author of the scripture isn't an individual. It's Jehovah, our Heavenly Father. And throughout the scriptures, you can look all over in the Bible and see the pattern that he uses. He shows us one individual. He highlights the life and ministry of one individual or a nation, and he uses that to teach us spiritual truths. This doesn't mean that other leaders or biblical figures are not important, because they are. And we have to be careful not to over-glorify one particular leader or biblical figure over another or the rest. The Pharisees did that, and they glorified Abraham and Moses, and they did that to the extent that they couldn't recognize the greatest one who ever stood in their midst, Jesus. In John 8, 58, Jesus said to them, Most certainly, I tell you, before Abraham came into existence, I am. Many people make the same mistake today that the Pharisees did in their day. They exalt a religious leader, a pastor, a teacher, somebody like that, on such a high pedestal that Jesus becomes secondary. They trust the religious leader's word rather than studying and searching the scripture for themselves. They don't pray and consult what Jesus says, what Jesus thinks. They don't dig into the scripture to figure it out. They just trust blindly because they've elevated this teacher or religious figure. The Apostle Paul didn't serve alone, and I don't think he considered himself to be the greatest apostle. Listen to what he says about this type of situation in 1 Corinthians chapter 3, verses 4 through 7. For when one says, I follow Paul, and another, I follow Apollos, aren't you fleshly? Who then is Apollos? And who is Paul? But servants through whom you believe, and each as the Lord gave to him. I planted, Apollos watered, but God gave the increase. So then, neither he who plants is anything, nor he who waters, but God who gives the increase. Paul had many committed believers serving right alongside him on his missionary journeys, on his evangelistic endeavors, everything he did. Even in prison, there were people serving alongside him, with him, helping him 
carry out the ministry that God gave to him. Now, this is the end of our study in the book of Colossians, and I want to wrap up this study just by highlighting a couple of the people Paul mentions and getting us to think about these things so that we can apply some important lessons to our lives. Colossians 4, 7 says, All my affairs will be made known to you by Tychicus, the beloved brother, faithful servant, and fellow bondservant in the Lord. Tychicus was an Asian believer and probably an Ephesian. We first learn of him in Acts chapter 20, verse 4. Listen to what that says. These accompanied him as far as Asia, Sopatar of Borea, Aristarchus, and Secundus of the Thessalonians, Gaius of Debris, Timothy, and Tychicus, and Trophimus of Asia. Now, if you want a tongue twister, try to say those names three times quick. Tychicus traveled with Paul to Jerusalem as part of the delegation that was bringing an offering to Jerusalem. Tychicus also traveled with Paul during his first Roman imprisonment and probably during his second Roman imprisonment as well. Tychicus delivered letters to Ephesus and to Colossae, and he may have been one of the replacements for Titus in Crete or for Timothy in Ephesus. Tychicus was a faithful friend and co-laborer with the Apostle Paul. And the Bible doesn't tell us a lot about Tychicus, but we know that he was absolutely vital to the Apostle Paul's ministry. Who would have delivered the letters if Tychicus wouldn't have? Well, God probably would have raised up someone else, but that's my whole point. God raises people up to work alongside people like Paul who are in the limelight, so to speak, but we need to recognize that there are many other people working with them to help them carry out the responsibilities that God has given to them. Hey, if you've enjoyed this study in Colossians, then click that like button, the subscribe button, and share with your friends so that we can reach more people with the good news of Jesus. Consider some of the other people that Paul mentions in Colossians chapter 4, verse 10. Aristarchus, my fellow prisoner, greets you, and Mark, the cousin of Barnabas, concerning him you received commandments. If he comes to you, receive him. Aristarchus was part of the Thessalonian delegation that took an offering to Jerusalem as well. Now, he traveled with Paul extensively, and he suffered with Paul. He was imprisoned with Paul, and he may have actually volunteered to be imprisoned with Paul. He was another faithful servant that came alongside the Apostle Paul and helped him carry out his responsibilities. We know that Paul and Barnabas had a huge conflict about Mark, but in the end, that conflict was resolved, and the Apostle Paul relied on Mark and trusted Mark. And so we can see that even those people that at one point, maybe they were kind of on the fence or Paul didn't really trust them, they came into a place of importance because they were faithful servants of the Lord Jesus. Here are three lessons that we can learn from these lesser-known biblical figures and apply to our lives so that we can be better servants 
and grow in our leadership abilities. First, we have to recognize that behind every leader, every pastor, every teacher that's effective in the body of Christ and maybe gets a little more limelight, there are people behind the scenes who are sacrificing, who are working, who are diligent to help that person provide and carry out the ministry that God has given them. And we should be really thankful for those people. In fact, we should recognize them, encourage them, and express to them how important they are to that ministry and to us. Second, we should never look down on those who are behind the scenes or those who work diligently to support the minister or the leader who gets more limelight. Doing that is a mistake. We shouldn't look down on them. In fact, we shouldn't resist being one of them. We need to recognize what Paul taught in 1 Corinthians chapter 12 about the body of Christ. We are one body and we work together. One isn't more important than the other. Paul talks a lot about this in passages like Ephesians 4.16, in uh, 1 Corinthians 12. It's all over. Paul recognized that it isn't one person, but it's God working through each of us to build up the body of Christ. Third, we shouldn't withhold our service, be envious, or be upset because we're not getting the same attention as someone else. We should serve the Lord Jesus and allow Him to exalt us or humble us as He sees fit. This doesn't mean that we shouldn't grow, try to get better, you know, tell people about what we do, tell people about the ministry that the Lord's given us, or try to promote those things. No, not at all. We should be promoting what the Lord's given us, and we should be faithful in serving and doing all we can. The key is this. We need to work for the Lord Jesus, and we need to work to advance His kingdom, not just create our own kingdom, because it's not about us. It's about Him. And when we see that there are these people in the Bible who really we don't know a lot about, but without them, the gospel would not have went forth as effectively as it did. Paul needed these people. We need these people. In fact, most of us are those people. And we are important to the body of Christ. Next week, we're jumping into a new series talking about what the Bible says about a variety of topics. If there's something you'd like to know more about, let me know. I'll see if I can include that.